Hey guys, this is Sean Joyner. Welcome to the Getting Back Into Place podcast. This is a podcast about place, how places are designed and made, how they are tended and cultivated, and their role in our lives. In this second episode, I spoke with artist and traveler Alan Ramiro Manning. Alan has been traveling the world and sketching for over 10 years. He's visited over 25 countries and still going. He's an urban sketcher who has set out to create beautiful art, connect with people of all cultures, and serve them in the process through education, workshops, and teaching. Uh, We talk about his path to becoming a full-time traveler and learning to sketch. We talk about his background in architecture, embracing uncertainty, and much, much more. Alon is in Paraguay during our call, and we did have a few connection issues but I still think you'll get a lot out of the conversation. I hope you enjoy it. And here's my conversation with Alon. Uh, how was uh, how was yoga? <laughs> uh, I actually didn't like it that much, this one, because <laughs> she was doing all these tricks and exercises, and I just wanted to flow and have like a relaxing type of session, but it was more like a exercising type of tricking session interesting interesting Uh, how long have you how long you been doing yoga i don't i know you've always done you've been into Mm, fitness i just jump i do it every you know i call it stretching i do it every uh gotcha every once in a while nice nice yeah yeah i got a i got a um i started doing jujitsu earlier this uh brazilian jujitsu earlier this year cool um and i've been i've been wanting to I've been meaning to incorporate stretching more oh, yeah. into my routine. 100% um, for jujitsians. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely helped with my mobility, which which got a little constrained just sitting at a desk as you know as a designer and architect. Um yeah. but yeah, yeah, I've been meaning to uh, I, I don't know if the answer is a is a yoga type of group setting. I always do better in group settings or like guided settings. Um, when mm-hmm. it's up to me, I tend to like just not do it. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. Um, but that's that's cool, man. That's cool. Where where, where are where are you right now? Which where, which country? Are you right in? now, I'm in Paraguay, in Asuncion, the capital oh, okay. of Paraguay. It's in okay. the landlocked country in the middle, 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 middle of South America. Gotcha. Right next to Brazil and above Argentina. Okay. And you're on the you're on the world tour, right? Yeah, continuing world, world tour. tour beginning here um i just did uh like google earth um or google map explore mode to find the you know looking on the map to find the most affordable flight to fly south okay and it was paraguay so okay nice nice man well why don't we why don't we back up a bit and and so people know who you are what you're what you're doing sure in your life. Yeah. Um, so what, like, uh, what, what do you tell people when they ask you, like, you know, what do you do or like, what are you, what is your vocation? What maybe? do I do? I create, yeah. I connect and I serve through the vein of my gifts of, uh, drawing and illustration, architectural drawing, ink and watercolors. And I teach along the way, guiding others to do similar craft. And how, how long, how, how how did you get into this? Like, how long have you been drawing, I guess you could say, been traveling? I've been drawing like this for almost 10 years. And okay. I've been traveling off and on for maybe 14 years. And then I picked up traveling full time about 10 months ago. Oh, wow, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to get to that. because I... I like I really did like a master plan. And planted seeds into be, being this full-time traveler. Like probably five years ago, I knew that I was going to start this. Oh, you did? Okay. So you've been, this has been in the long game. Of, uh, this has been in the making it's for all a long time. It's all long game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay, so I have so many questions for you, man. I know we're not going to be able to get uh, to them today. Um, but I want to... I mean, I'm, I'm hoping today we can talk about traveling because um, I know you have a 
full of specific philosophy about traveling and like what what you're doing this kind of kind of mission you're on i don't want to put words in your mouth you can you can totally you can totally um add add color to that um but i i want to ask you just how you because i know you have an architecture background you're traditionally trained in architecture school and you and i both know that i wrote a profile on you some years ago of mm-hmm. talking about kind yeah. of those be- those beginning that beginning kind of moment, yeah. but it's been so long and so much has happened. Um, mm-hmm. But if you could tell, go over kind of how, because yeah. I don't know. I think your I mean, your story is so interesting to me because you really you went on a study abroad and and then you just kind of decided to start drawing. You just started drawing and you've yeah, just gotten well, it so good at from it. When I was yeah. nine years old, and I. I already knew I was an artist, and uh, society was telling me that life would be difficult as, a, as an artist, so I chose the logical and smartest path of of being an architect because okay. I knew that architects are sketch artists as well. Like, they use their career as also for illustrating. And so that sent me on the path towards architecture. That was that was when I decided I would um, be there and and focus on that path, right? Yeah. And then it wasn't until hmm, almost ten years ago that I no, yeah, actually ten years ago that I said I'm I'm ready to master this ability of okay. sketching when I would study abroad in Spain. And how how was that received in architecture school? Because I think because you graduated 2013, was it? Yeah, 2000, no, 15. 2015, okay. Yeah. 2013 was when I I learned about you because I had Al Zepeda as my teacher in second year. We we, we are very much in touch. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, he's... He's um, He's a good supporter. Yeah, when I was preparing for for this chat, I, for whatever reason, I just hadn't thought about school. So I hadn't thought about Al for a while. And then I thought I was thinking about Al, and I was like, "Man, this was—he was a really special teacher." And I remember in class, he would all always, and you know this, I've told you, but you know, I'll tell you again. But he would always talk about like the student he had in. I guess you were in Spain at the time. I don't know where you were in 2013, but that's when I was in second year, and he would always yeah. talk about some a student. I didn't know it was you, who right. was sketching, and he was always trying to get us to sketch. And then yeah. eventually you came back. I remember that's right. Yeah, and then yeah. He, and then I saw you at school, and then I was like, "Oh, this is this is this is him." Um, yes. So, um, you know, why am I so devoted to sketching now? Right through the beginnings of focusing now on architecture too. Um, it's important to me to master a craft. It's important to me to master a skill and in this life and I want to master this right now. Why is it important for you to master a craft? I I really appreciate anybody who has the discipline and focus to master an ability. And that could be, that could be really anything. Even this, this guy I met in, in um, Croatia, split Croatia. I saw this guy from afar with a big backpack on big calves dreads down to his knees okay <laughs> and his, his backpack had all these patches on it and okay. i just was uh drawn to him walked over just was very cu- curious started talking okay. and he is the ultimate traveler he's uh never takes that backpack off just always walking around with it interesting he, um he's mastered this flow of being able to find places to sleep that could be in abandoned buildings um, just pitches a tent anywhere he finds. Okay. And where do, where does he get food? Dumpster diving. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. He's a really intelligent guy, though. Okay. So one of the things I learned traveling is to also not judge, not judge people. Okay. And so I just listen to him and talk with him, and he's highly intelligent. Just this way he communicates his his like. Uh, Speech, everything, his his beliefs, his methods. So even to nice. that ex, that extent, I was like, this guy has mastered what he's doing in life. Like what his, that's his craft. 
Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's a tangent. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a really yeah. cool one. No, no, I, I feel you. I mean, for, for me, I, I have a similar feeling with, um, well, I guess anything for, for me, it's writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to say before writing cause writing has really been a lifelong thing similar to you with being an artist. I do think the literary arts is a kind of art too. Um, but I pursued architecture because I was interested in it. It wasn't solely out of practicality, but it also was out of practicality. It didn't make mm-hmm. sense to me to go to school for writing. Um, but I do think about writing as a craft that I'm endeavoring to master. You know, I, I, I practice it as a craft. I, I, mm-hmm. I devote myself to it as a, as a craft. Um, it's an, I mean, sure. People, I, I actually, yeah, no, I think I could, I will confidently say it's not like a hobby to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's who I am almost a writer mm-hmm. and, you know, a practitioner, I guess you might say that. Um, okay. Let's just, let's just, let's just jump into, to traveling. I, I guess I, I kind of wanted to get into, to kind of your progression from architecture school to how you are now a full-time traveler. Yeah. You know, um, could, how, how did, yeah. How, how did you get from going to architecture school, graduating, working in some firms mm-hmm. to becoming a full-time traveler? And then perhaps we can dive into more detail of like all, all these things that, that you've, you've been up to. Sure. Yeah. I studied the studied abroad in Spain for the year. That was a good catalyst. That was the catalyst where that's where I started full-time sketching, where sketching was the, where I started selling my artwork on the streets. It's where See the Lines started. That's where it showed me that I can connect with people, any and all kinds of people, through the act of sketching. From the scariest-looking person to the most pure child on the street that will come up to you. Yeah. And... That really opened up doors. Um, so when I finished, uh, came back, finished my degree in architecture, um, I worked for a little bit, you know, started a foundation in my career, and then went on a four-month quest in Asia, backpacking, solo, sketching. That was just to get, like, a taste of it. Okay. You know? Um, yeah, yeah. Came back, and then... It was when I came back from that trip in 2016 that I said, in five years, I'm going to travel to Argentina and teach art and architecture. Okay. That's nice. Okay. That was the seed that I planted, right? So yeah, I knew that I, I mean, I wanted to start my career in architecture. It was important to me. A lot of time, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. You know, mm-hmm. and I love the the act of design. I love the craft. I love the the research. All of it. Um, right, right. So yeah, as as uh, begin the career. So I did that in our in Los Angeles for five years, working in That's right. two or three different studios. Okay. The last one was for four years. Oh wow! And okay. all array a range of experiences from, you know. Very conceptual to um, millwork drawings, very detailed uh, right. construction drawings. Very valuable. Um, I came to learn that's a very valuable skill. Yeah. So, um, but that tree, that that seed that I planted, it grew into a tree. Yeah. Yeah. And the the fruit grew, and it's I didn't want it to rot. Okay. So I had to eat the fruit. And so gotcha, now I'm eating gotcha. the fruit of the tree that I planted five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it I, was I, like it was like this like I, I gotta go. I gotta yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really okay. So how does one like how what does the plan look like? You know, you you go you go to Asia. How does one plan to become a full-time traveler right you go to the the trip in asia 
And then you say you plant that seed and you say, you know, in five years, I want to yeah. do this full time. How yeah, do you yeah. set that up? Like, what do you, what was your plan? Like, what was your approach to, to move toward that, that goal? Yeah. You have to make the decision, say it, right? One of my things now, so there, that was then I had to decide, okay, in five years, I'm going to do this, but now okay. I have to live present and I have to do my due diligence of working towards that. Um, now, the motto and the mindset is what is the most extraordinary thing that I can do? Okay. Okay. I'm going to go do that. Okay. I like it. That's the equation. Okay. Because I'm living in that, that ability to go and do anything that I want because yeah. I have that minimal lifestyle. I'm traveling with a backpack. Um, I'm traveling so, so, with seven articles of clothing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I can't Yeah. So are that. those, uh, yeah. And th- th- that's kind of what I'm asking when I'm interested in too, is like those practical things. Yeah. It's like the, the minimalism, like what, what are what are some of the practical steps you took to embrace this yeah. new lifestyle? To respond to the question that you asked if you, if you wanted to become a full-time traveler, well, it's, you have to decide first, but then you also, um, for me, it has to become a mission. Like, this is my quest, <laughs> right? Okay. My life quest. And because it's so, it's so this like uh, epic, it really puts life into, uh, makes a lot more, what's the word? Sacred. And like, I have, like, it's my duty. Okay. Yeah. Um, there, there's a, has to be some meaning the, behind. The, what there's you're a doing. lot more at stake. Yeah. So um that that for me it's really important. And when it becomes important to you and it becomes a duty to you, then you're you're gonna make it happen. Yeah. So yeah. that's like, at all costs. That's macro, that's bigger question, right? And then when you got to start to the details, there's a lot of little things that you have to plan for. Be super diligent in planning, but also be open to uncertainty. Is that, is that a, yeah, I imagine that that's a big part of your life now. Yes. Oh, just going to these places you've never been. What's it going to be like when you get there? Yes. You're, you're, you're talking to someone who has never been to another country. I've been to okay. two other states, you know, for, mm-hmm. you know, a few days at a time. That's the extent of my travels. Just, you know, growing up, we didn't have the money to do so. And, you know, I have a family mm-hmm. now and like, I definitely want to travel. Um, so, you know, the, to, me talking to someone like you, it's a, it is a big, it is an interest of mine because I want to travel. I want my family to experience other places in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I am interested in. I don't know if it's confidence that's built up to go to uh, alone to a place that you don't know, and just trust that it's going to work out if it's, if it's just really thoughtful research, getting better at research. Um, no, I mean, I, but, uh, yeah. But earlier on 2016, I was like, um, I want to go to Costa Rica. Two days later I flew there. I didn't have a place to stay. I just knew I needed to go to, um, La Fortuna volcano. Um, I was just on my way there talking with people. Where are you guys staying? Well, we're staying over here. Oh, cool. I'll go check it out. Okay. Checked it out. That's where I stayed. I didn't know where I was going next. Oh, we're going to go over to Santa Teresa, Montezuma. Oh, cool. I'll go check that out. So that's the flow. It's like, uh, and conversations, letting serendipity guide the way. I feel like I'm most connected with God when I'm traveling. Um, out of routine because it's, there's a lot of faith. There's a lot of trust in the journey. Um, and Makes I sense. call it providence. So, for example, here in Paraguay, this is uncharted lands completely. Paraguay is very random. You don't have travelers coming to Paraguay or tourists. You have travelers, but not tourists. And so, why, why is that? 
Um, it's just, uh, there's no destinations. There's no beach. There's no waterfalls nearby. There's like a cool building in the center, but that's pretty much it. So, yeah. And so, uh, here it's the same kind of thing. Um, I just arrived here. It's a little bit of a difficult integration the first week because of the contrast of New York City, cool opportunities, artist community, fun friends. I was just living living life in New York City. And I came here and I was like, what am I doing? I'm out of <laughs> nowhere. Yeah. But I had to trust and just kind of go through the process of reintegrating in a different environment. And then sure enough, a friend of a friend is also who's from here is visiting for the same amount of time that I'm here. Hmm. And now that's, I'm now invited into their community of friends. Okay. Gotcha. So amazing, man. That's yeah, it is am- how, amazing. Yeah. And how long do you uh, plan to stay in Paraguay? Uh, for a month, a month for okay. total, because now uh, my flow is about, uh, I did last 10 months of filming courses in all the countries. I traveled through Mexico for five months because I'm half Mexican, so I wanted to know my roots Okay. And really know what Mexico is about. Amazing place. Um, amazing uh, Pueblo Magicos. Lots of cool uh, beach uh, towns. Anyway, nice. and then yeah, a yeah, mountain yeah. town called Guanajuato. Okay. Which is one of my favorite uh, cities in Mexico. So, yeah, Mexico, and I filmed courses all throughout those lands. And then I went to Italy, Switzerland, um, Croatia, Turkey, Spain, and Portugal. I went to 25 locations in two and a half months. (laughs) Wow. Hardcore. Hardcore. Yeah. Okay. Eight months of nonstop. Um, so I filmed everything, um, at least a course in each of those countries, several in Mexico. I was there for a while. And I have now, I think, 13 or 14 courses where I get to now hunker down and edit. And I'll be releasing a course every quarter. Like, So I have I filmed enough content for the next three years. Wow, man. Okay. Are you able to talk about the courses? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the courses. So, like, what do you, what are these courses? Like, what are you filming? What's, what's the, yeah. What are you offering? Yeah. With these. Yeah, I'm uh, guiding people into, uh, travel sketching to the art of urban sketching, sketching on location, sketching in place. Um, and it's, uh, it's, uh, different than teaching in a studio. Um, because every location requires a different response. Um, so a lot of my sketches, I feel like I don't know what the result is going to be when I start. And that's, exciting about urban sketching um uh so yeah so i i film i bring i have camera uh two or three two cameras got the microphone and uh film i film the process and i speak and narrate the process is like a three phase uh process of the see the lines methodology which is to see shape and sharpen Okay. And it's this like cycle it. where you start with C, you go to shape and sharpen, but then you go back to C, shape and sharpen again. And as long as you ha- you know you're in a phase, you know that it it's just about the process. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And you said there's going to be, you said 13 courses? Yeah, but I'm going to continue filming South America as well. So. Gotcha. Because there's an interactive world map on seethelines.com for the members that access. Okay. And for example, you can click on Cozumel Island and then the course will appear, like open up in the same window. And then you go macro to micro, like zooms into uh, to the island. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I was watching one of you. I was watching your, um, man, I'm embarrassed now. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was a YouTube one of your YouTube videos, you were at like a cafe. Yeah, you were talking it was about on the your, um, travel sketchbook. 
Yeah, the travel sketchbook. Yeah, you're drawing like a boat and you're talking about like outlining it. And then later on in the video, you were just looking at the other pages and just talking about the book yeah. that you started when you, I think it was like six years ago, you said you started it. You're going to publish yeah. it. That was um, the one I started in Asia. Yeah, yeah, which I've been waiting, man, because I remember talking about that. And I, every time I see you holding that thing, I'm just like, I, I want it. <laughs> it's a relic. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it's right here. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got like 25% left to go on it. So I'll definitely finish it on this trip. Nice, nice. Yeah, every time I see that, I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm buying that thing once, mm -hmm. once it's out. Uh, mm -hmm. um, okay, learn, le le learning to sketch, or learning, yeah. learning to, to, yeah, to sketch, I guess. Um, and definitely, like, if I'm using primitive terms, you know, out of my ignorance of, my, <laughs> you know, definitely, you know, um, enlighten me, cor correct me. Um, I think the. Because I remember, I remember many years ago, you were kind of giving me lessons like on Instagram DMs. Like I started, like I wanted to sketch. Um, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I wanted to sketch. And I think your fee your feedback to me was just like, get a black pencil and just start sketching. <laughs> like that was like what you're the first. And I did. And I actually did that, and then I sent you some, and then you would give me feedback on it. And you're like, okay, now, and I remember I did something in my living room and I sent you a picture of it. This must have been like almost like eight years ago or like seven years ago. Anyway, uh, I would send it to you and then you would say, okay, now do like six more like that today. You know, like, um, and I, and I actually did, I was pretty diligent at it for a while. Um, and I did make significant progress doing that approach. I didn't really have much hope because I felt like I needed more instruction, you know, like, like what are the techniques? Like what are, yeah. like I thought I needed that. And, and, and at least for me, like the approach that you were giving me of just sketching and trying it again and keep doing it, not erasing to go into the next thing, like actually was producing fairly quick, uh, results, yeah, I guess seven, you could say seven minute sketches on a color pencil. Yeah, that, that that probably was it. So my my question to you is like someone who who perhaps wants to learn to draw, wants to get better at drawing, um, wants to do urban sketching. Uh, how should they think about that? How, how should they? Obviously, you're providing very detailed, high quality, yeah, um, tools for that. But also too, just as a, just conceptually, how should should someone think like, oh, I don't have artistic ability, I can't do this, or right. I'm never going to be as good as Alon. Why should I even bother? Mm. Like, I like his sketches, but I don't know if I could do that. Like, what would you say to someone who thinks it's cool, wants to do it, but is maybe a bit discouraged or doesn't know if they can? Um, have a pocket sketchbook on you at all times. Mm. Sketch in the train, sketch, sketch in the restaurant, the bar, um, everywhere. Just sketch the the phone on your table, sketch the cup on the table, the fork the knife the mouse um anything um right it's not about um whether it looks good or not it's just about producing like jerry used to say produce 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 right our instructor so yeah um and then and then there are just like te tech my um Techniques that you'll develop through that, through the repetition, that you'll start to find a rhythm for that. I definitely wasn't as fast of a sketcher when I started. I would use pencil for every sketch. And it would take me sometimes several days to finish one. Now it takes me an hour, maybe less. Depends on the wow. size. Yeah. Um, Right. Um, so uh, it's a skill game, just about repetition and how passionate you are and how, how good you want to um, like sharpen it, craft it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you say? Let me, let me, let me kind of push you a bit on, on this. As I'm sure you've experienced, um, with people, like, how, what would, you, 
how do you help the person who feels debilitated, who can't, who somehow has this obstacle of they start drawing and it looks bad and mm-hmm. they just feel like they can't, they, they see that bad sketch and it's just like, see, look, I'm not good at this or is, you know, who, who doesn't understand that over, over time, over iterations that it will get better, but that that's some kind of barrier for them of whether it's perfectionism or just debilitation of like, I can't even just draw the first line. Um, how would you encourage, how would you guide that person to, to get started or to, to overcome that? I like to begin every drawing with a, a practice of, um, honoring where I am. So I take, uh, I close my eyes and I process the day, how I arrived at that location from the moment I woke, woke up that day. And, um, it takes me 30 seconds, maybe one minute, but it helps me then when I take a review of my day, sound, you know, feel, taste, touch all throughout the day. Then when I arrive at the location and I open my eyes, take a deep breath, I'm really thankful to be there. And that takes me out of myself, out of just, you know, I'm just, when you're in that space of just, you're really thankful just to have that hand to, to draw and to be there, the sun on your mm-hmm. back you're going to create a lot more fluidly. Hmm. So I would say for someone who has that debilitating aspect, let's take a moment to let it go, to release that tension that they have, and then to set an intention within themselves that they just want to just enjoy um, what they're doing. Right. I like that. That's good. That's good. That's in a bigger picture thinking about it yeah yeah and and, yeah i really like that just overall like like you just said like for any craft because i i mean probably millions of words now the millions of words that i've written the you know i've written like over a thousand pieces of writing and still when i sit down to do something new there is that like i know i can do it but there's still, when there's a blank page there, there still is a subtle feeling of like, uh, maybe I'm not good enough at this, or maybe this is this one's not gonna add up. And obviously, I overcome it. You know, I've had I have my own. I don't take as as poetic as of approach as you just described. Usually, it's just the will. <laughs> you know, I make myself get started. But I like I like what you said about just specifically. You talked to you said being grateful to have this hand to, to draw, to do this drawing, like even just something as simple as that, like, you know? Um, so that, that's, that's really good. I, I, I think I might even, even, um, I think I'm going yeah. pra- to uh, practice that. A lot know? of it is learning how to get out of our own way. Right. We've, we've heard that before. I'm sure you yeah. have. Yeah. 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 That's what it, that's what it's all, it's all, all is just every day. How do I get out of my own way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so how, how many, so, so I saw on your website, it said 20 countries that you've been to like 20 countries now. Is that, more now, is that up to I date? I haven't updated yeah. it. It's okay. not up to date. So yeah. Where are you at now? I think, uh, maybe 27, probably around 27 there. And, and, and what's the goal? Like, do are you, do you want to, it's not a the numbers whole game for me. It's uh, yeah. I just write it just to just just to show that I'm traveling. Um, but it's uh, it's a uh, yeah because I'm it, it, yeah you know I am on that mission to uh, to you know film courses all over the world. So it's long game though. I'm not and I. Yeah, rush to do it, but as long as I'm consistent in producing, it'll happen. Yeah, um, yeah. Now this next tour, I'm I'm traveling slower. Like I'm here in Paraguay for a month. I'll be in Brazil for okay. two months. Okay. Um. Yeah, 
and um, there is a like a sense in me that I want to go and live a certain life again. Okay. Um, you do like, I, I, like a, there's a feeling in me that's like, okay, I want to I want to complete South America so that I can go and live in Rome. Okay. Um, uh, but I've, uh, I say that I've s- sacrificed, um, or surrendered certain aspects of my life to do this. So that means that if I am a full-time traveling artist, that means if I arrive to a location and the opportunities there, the vibe is good, um, then I stay. Okay. And I stay for however long that means and then continue. I see. Um, right? That could be in the middle of yeah. Patagonia. That could be in the middle of, you know, it could be in Argentina. It could be anywhere. That's, I'm trying to work on the fact that like I said, as long as I'm creating, connecting, and serving, I can live anywhere, do anything, be anyone, as long as I'm doing that. So I want to live into that. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, let, let's let's uh, deconstruct that, the creating, connecting, and serving. Mm-hmm. Um, what do those words mean? Like, how, how do you feel like you are living out those those values or living that out. Yeah. I'm creating through artwork. I'm creating through, um, filming these artwork courses, um, you know, doing different collaborations with different people, companies, brands that's creating, um, creating experiences yeah. for people, um, through those workshops yeah uh, I just taught a workshop in New York nice and that was really very cool and fulfilling and exciting but that'll put me on the map right. now it's through the organization of uh, urban sketchers organization which is a worldwide oh. org that has different chapters so that's just the beginning of that um, so that's all all different forms of creating and so that's exciting just to know that that's uh you know getting getting the ball rolling there and yeah congrats um, on that man they're, they're they're huge i followed i followed them for a while that's yeah, awesome yeah it's great and it was successful the two sessions sold out and uh, nice had, man had congrats a, you know it was great um so yeah there's all different what yeah there's all oh, different ways was... of creating and then that's okay. also connecting at the same time right that's creating right. That that in itself is creating, connecting, and serving. Teaching a workshop, creating artwork, right. connecting with the people, and serving that gift, that ability. Right, right, right. Um, and so, yeah, there's a well, a lot of this too is experimenting with my skills and abilities, gifts. Uh, uh, I want to see how many doors and opportunities that I could open with that. Yeah. Um, and it's great. In Rome, I have an opportunity to go back to Rome and collaborate with a tour guide who's been in business for 20 years. Um, okay. And he reached out to me and we became friends. His form of doing business is creating a relationship, which is very smart of him. We went out for two different nights. He gave me a private tour with one of my buddies, a night tour in Rome. I highly just suggest doing the night tours. Okay. And... Um, and yeah, I went out to like 4 a.m. the next night, just going to all the different bars and restaurants. And and now uh, we're going to be doing a collaboration where he is teaching the culture and the, you know, the history and the art of Rome while I teach sketching and the act of doing the art. These will okay. be like four or five day uh, workshops that we're going to be collaborating on. Oh, very cool. Very cool. That's exciting, so that, man. Congrats on all that. That's amazing. Thank you. You know, that would have never happened if I didn't just say, I'm ready to just go and see 
what these opportunities have for me, right? Yeah. Um, Exciting. And I'm finding a lot of different things like that happening. Uh, and so that's what it's all about. You know, I knew that I would go to Europe for that two and a half, three months with the intention to create relationships so that I can come back and uh, foster those when I, when I come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know that uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing architectural projects. Okay. Uh, when I wow. was in Mallorca, okay. I was uh, staying on, on in El Campo, the, the farm of, um, of El Campo. In El, uh, what was it called? La Finca. That's what it was called. Okay. Um, with uh, it's a community that I met maybe four or five years ago. I met them in Cape Town, South Africa, um, and they have a really cool community, kind of all around the world. Um, which one of them actually I knew in Paraguay. So that's how I knew a person in Paraguay because I'm connected with that community. And they have a farm in Mallorca, which they've had for two generations now. Okay. And I went and stayed on this farm with one of my friends there. And um, they want to bring this farm to life, bring communities there. They want to do a whole master planning. Oh, wow. um, and like, um, you know, bring in you know, events there, uh, yoga, um, big dinners, community dinners. Okay. Um, and so when I was there, I stayed there for maybe four or five days. But immediately I see the opportunity. And I did like a quick conceptual sketch of this vision that I have. When you ar arrive into the property, there's like all these tall um, trees on either side. Okay. And it's just like a lot of land there. So I just kind of had this vision of this arrival to this community place. Um, yeah, and did the quick sketch for them. So it's that too. That's what I'm excited about as well with the abilities and and the training and architecture yeah. is that they're, they're, they say, come back whenever you like, this is your home. You can have a home, you can have a house here on the farm and work on your projects while helping us work on our project. That's awesome, man. So yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's, that's for me is the future for me is the future. My future in architecture is, is I'm being creating I'm creating relationships everywhere, and when I'm when I want to, when that comes up, um, that desire, then I'll seize it and I'll say, "Great, I'm I'm ready to do this," because you can leave architecture, but architecture will never leave you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. And um, I all. I wanted to focus on see the lines so that this would be what is my vehicle through life. And then architecture would be something that I would get to do as uh, you know, with opportunity and, and the desire is there. I don't, I don't want to just do projects. I don't want to be recycling projects after project, after yeah. project, after project. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you on that. After project. I feel you on that. For yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> for a developer that I don't for, know. For, that I've never for met a the paycheck. client. Yeah. So that's a whole other conversation. I'm glad that I got those skills. Uh, that was that was that was what it was all for, to get those skills and also to be disturbed. What do you mean be disturbed? Like what way? I was disturbed with uh the that that um you know career in that life oh, in that type of working not in that career yeah. but in that working way yeah and because of that you know that made that conflict in me to make the choice to do what i'm doing now gotcha gotcha that's also a part of the equation if you want to be a full-time traveler you have to be disturbed with whatever you're doing right now in life you can't get can't be super comfortable yeah in whatever you're yeah. doing because why would you change yeah no, that, that's 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 good. I mean, to 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 the to that point, as I I, I talk to a lot of people, and again, I'm not a, I don't I'm not equating 
my decision to change career paths to your decision to become a full-time traveler because I think it's completely different in, in, uh, in scale. Um, but when I quit architecture to become a full-time writer, uh, that it just, just a lot of people just couldn't believe it or it didn't make sense to people or a lot of people thought it was foolish or, um, obviously now everyone thinks it was a, it was a brilliant decision because it worked out. Um, but I, I talked to so many people who want to change their situation. Um, and whether it's fear or it's, I think you said it perfectly earlier, the uncertainty of like, well, I don't know how it's all going to work out. I don't, whatever it is. Um, how do you do How do you deal with that? Like, how do you face the uncertainty? I guess is the question when you're trying well, to, th- to pursue I these thri- types of things. I thrive in uncertainty. That's the, pl- that's where you want to live in. That's the space that you want to live in. That's where um, the excitement is, the adventure. So, yeah, yeah. Why, why do you thrive? Why do you thrive in uncertainty? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you. I want to. I want to know how you how that's working for you or your personality works in that domain. Because because uh, I think a lot of people think uncertain. They feel they think uncertainty, and then it's fear mm. that comes in. Fear comes from the ego. So if you're able to come from the spirit, come from the self and have the faith of the uncertainty, then that's where like, that's where the magic's at. I don't, I don't, I don't like the word magic. That's where the, the beauty's at. That's where there's okay. like the harvest is. That's where the opportunity is. So if you can kind of like see that as like, um, if you consider your brain like a computer chip, kind of just mm-hmm. kind of or recode in your mind, yeah, that, that equals that, yeah, and that yeah, yeah. helps too. No, hundred percent. I I know for me, similar to your point of not getting comfortable, is again, I don't know if this is just a personality thing. Um, but for me, when I was at a firm, there's a lot of things I love about architecture. I love about the process of architecture, but I just remember sitting there and imagining myself like 20 years later, sitting there to doing the same thing. Yeah. And just, that. there's something in my mind. I'm just like, there's just no way. There's just no way Yeah, that like, this is, I, I can't, that, that's not something that I can accept or that I'm going to be able to do. And so for me, that was the being disturbed aspect, I think. Yeah, Um, there it is. Yeah. You know, um, and then it was like, you know, maybe this is crazy. Maybe no one understands it. And I think that that's, that's a certain, well, I'm curious to, on your thoughts of facing, obviously this isn't an issue if you have a lot of support, but the concern of the opinions of your peers who don't understand your decision because it's so contrarian, right? Like not everyone is just going and being a full-time traveler and, mm-hmm. and you know, um, so I don't know. I don't, was that ever an obstacle for you? Like, you know, people don't understand this decision that I'm making. Um, or was there always a lot of support on your decision to, to do what you're doing? I think um, because I have a vehicle, because See the Lines is the vehicle, the artistry, there's an incentive, there's a mission, big picture, long game. There's a lot of fuel in that. And all I've really come to notice is that a lot of these... Um, not just friends, but a lot of these um, new friends, new families, new relationships, new set. When you choose to do something extraordinary, people want to be part of that. They want to partake in in something special. And um, 
that's been consistent. Yeah, do, do, you, this, do you feel like – oh, go ahead. Go I have this, this vision where I wanted to travel in a form of exchanges where I would be exchanging my gift for theirs. Interesting. And I just uh, t- wrote about it. I think I talked about it. And I was in Valladolid, Mexico. This was uh, before I went on my quest. I went on like a mini kind of research quest. Okay. I was in, and I was working remote. That was when we were during uh, deep remote working times and mm-hmm. working for the firm before. So I was like, oh, I'm going to, before we go back to the office, I got to go jump out and try to do three weeks working remote. Okay. Anyway, I was there at the, at this Airbnb and they saw how passionate I was with sketching and everything I was developing. And after the first week, the, both of the Teresita and Carlitos, they came over to my little ADU and their apartment in their backyard. And they're like, um, we're wondering if you would like to stay for another week you know, for free, you're, and if you would like to do a drawing for us. Okay. Very like, cool. Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Very cool. Yeah. Those are just the little examples. And, um, my mother's a big supporter. Awesome. Uh, that's really, that helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said, other family now they're starting to understand it yeah yeah because they kind of see the the fruits of the labor now coming there are like there's really cool things happening and opportunities and yeah the social media is blowing up and they're just like yeah. whoa oh you're oh you're making money oh, oh yeah cool. so the drawing you're thing did work happen. out yeah this was a good idea oh, yeah okay all right i mean i think that's the thing though right where and when it works, when it starts to work out, and you start getting recognition, and and you, and and the and the fruits start coming, as you put it, um, I think it's easy for people to, and not not your family in particular. Um, I think th- this is partially me paralleling some of my experiences, um, too, and. I think it's easy once everything's worked out to now suddenly like support. I mean, I know even early on. Um, yeah, yeah, I can, I can, that's relevant. I mean, I, I got, I got married when I was, uh, 20. Um, obviously not everyone thought that was the the wisest choice. Um, my wife was 19. Um, but we've been married 10 years now and you know, it's, we, we have a blessed life and, you know, uh, are growing and things like that. And so now people look back and just like, you know, they think that was the best decision um, because everything's worked out now, 10 years later. Um, and so I think part of my curiosity for you is the, f- and again, I like a lot of this is I'm asking for people who, cause a lot of students listen to this or will listen to this. Um, and it, and it doesn't have to be students. It could, it could just, it could be professionals who want to change. Um, but there's people that I know who will listen to this, who want to do, who have the potential and ability to do something extraordinary like you, like you've put it. Um, and the first steps seem, I, I keep saying f- scary and things like that. It's I don't daunting. know if that's the right. Yeah, first steps yeah, yeah, it seemed daunting, and so yeah, I'm I'm, well, I'm curious. Start start by living like a minimalist yeah. at your where you're living. This is talking if you want to be a full time traveler. Yeah, well, I'm not even talking about full time travel. I'm just talking about taking this big. Well, just taking this just big to, step. Taking a big step, just like a big. Yeah, step out of the ordinary, because I think what you want to do. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, because I think that that you've taken this contrarian step that is very uncommon and, and might seem extreme to people, and you've embraced it, and you went full force, and you were diligent, and you've devoted yourself to this. Um, and so, I can only imagine, and again, I could be wrong, that there were some like 
people who were doubtful or didn't get it in the beginning stages um, or thought maybe you're wasting your time. Even if they didn't say it in so many terms, but thought like, oh, why don't you focus on your career? You just finished architecture school. Why are you doing this traveling thing? Or like, you know, you should, um, I don't know yeah, like, if you ever encounter guy, anything like that. Yeah. I just remember this, well, one of my old friends saying, because I came back from Spain, I was like, I made a living selling my artwork on the streets. Like, it's really difficult to come back to a different life when I kind of already figured it out. And he's like, okay. he's like, oh, you can go do that when you retire. Oh, uh, yeah. See, stuff like that. Stuff like you know, that, yeah. so that was like, that was his fear coming out. Hmm. And, and so I decided to retire when I was 32. I see. I see. <laughs> But, but to, to, I mean, to, to, um, play devil's advocate for you, you're, you're just getting started almost like this is the mission, right? Like this is your vocation. Yeah, I retired from, uh, you know, working for that, my, that mindset that he had, um, like you need to work at a company. Need to, yeah. I'll never physically retire because, because, uh. I'll always be creating, connecting, and serving. So I'll never stop that. Yeah. And art artists and an architect, they say architects don't retire, they die. Have you heard of that? I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I decided to if I was gonna hmm, if I if I was going to wait to live my life the way that I want to live it. Why not just start now? Yeah, I mean, it seems so obvious. Like, it does seem obvious. So, I like the reward of of working towards, uh, you know, that gig or that project or, I don't know. I'm kind of liking being a solopreneur, entrepreneur, artist. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, yeah, it it's looks rewarding. like it's. Yeah, it looks like it's working out, man. I mean, all I ever it's, see um, is is growth. Yeah, it's um, it's really uh, there's no limit. So that's another thing I would like to put out there is that there's no limit to you once you take it on with you and your creator. Yeah, yeah. Nice, man. Nice. If you are under the reins of somebody else, there's a limit. I I agree with that. (laughs) Um, I think it's been a, yeah, this has been a good conversation. I I did want to also tell you, I'm sure she wouldn't mind if I told you this, but my my mother-in-law is like your biggest fan. What? Yeah, it, it, she, it, apparently she's messaged you on on uh, really? Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Her uh, her. Um, Was that nice? Did I respond back? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I've heard the secondary from my wife yesterday because I, I I told her I was going to interview, and she's like, "You know, Alon, you you, you know, <laughs> see the lines." Uh, <laughs> um, That's cool. But it's it's a Beezer. in laws name. It's on uh, on Instagram. It's uh, Beezer. Her name's Sherry. Her name's Sherry. Um, um, but mm-hmm. you, you might see her somewhere in your DMs. I, I, I guess she's asked you about like the type of paper you use and things like that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, man. Maybe maybe one day when you're back, if you have some time, we could do a little meet and greet or something. Or, um. But sure. yeah, she's 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 very excited and loves your work and and. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, okay. Here's another thing I, w- I wanted to ask you. This is, this is getting more into how you see different buildings. So let me ask you this. You tell me if it makes sense is because you, I, I think that you have a way of drawing, I guess you could call it the mundane, like mundane things, yeah. as well as what we might call capital A architecture. And 
I was curious how you might see like a hut. Like if you see a hut as different than, um, you know, like it's like some some um, intricate cathedral, for instance. Like, yeah. In terms of value to the to society or the world, how, how do you how do you see those different things? Like in turn, yeah. Like, is there a difference there? Um, like what's going on there for you or how do you think about, yeah, I really appreciate them. Uh, you know, these are huts. This is a hut in Thailand. If you can see on the video. Yeah. Um, and hut type, you know, vernacular architecture. Uh, I'm really drawn to these vernacular architecture locations. I, uh, I just love how they make little pockets of spaces and unique alcoves, unique, uh, just making it work. Yeah. Um, sometimes, uh, it's kind of like a Libius woods kind of structure when things are just slapped on and like they grow into something else and then they morph into something else. Like sometimes these vernacular buildings, they turn into that. Yeah. Um, like these, uh, sometimes these neighborhoods that aren't so master planned. There's a neighborhood in Portugal called Alfama and it had no master plan urbanism. That's the oldest neighborhood in Lisbon. Okay. So you have all these narrow alleyways, you know, stairs and, um, plazas, little pockets and plazas opening up and then narrowing out and opening up again it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I want to live in... That's why I don't want to live in the U.S. You don't want to. Because there isn't that. Yeah. You don't have those opportunities for all of these kind of serendipity, urbanistic qualities. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, t- 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 tell me more about that. Like, what you... have just learned about I don't like saying the built environment because I feel like everyone in our field says that but have learned about place I guess being in all these different countries but specifically compared to the US like like what it like if if the US is kind of the uh constant um what have do you feel like you've learned or come to appreciate about places in other cultures and countries that perhaps is not is lacking in the states i know you just shared a kind of a bit there but yeah some of the more obvious things are there's a lot more plazas oh um like i was telling friends and where was it i think it was in europe i was like guys i grew up in a town that doesn't have a plaza they're like what i couldn't (laughs) believe it no so it's pretty simple. I want to live in a place that's because like feels romantic. It's like it was created with love. It was created with the idea of community and people walking around. And um, it's kind of hard to get people to. I mean, yeah, they have cool soccer fields and suburban track housing that you take your kids to and you soccer on Saturdays and do a little yeah. park and park and talk and go back to your homes but anyway nice block parties it's different yeah um i do appreciate aspects of the u.s for those qualities though too um there's also something that i was been learning is to obviously in a lot of ways is to not judge to be as aware as i possibly can to be not to be so ignorant Um, I feel like my just naturally growing up in this hyper conservative town makes me ignorant to a lot of things in the outside world, especially in third world countries. How how do you go about trying to to do that, to practice that? So just like, just in here, for example, some places in Mexico, now I've noticed in Paraguay, 
can't judge the books up by its cover. You can't judge the building by its cover because mm. you go in and it's just this wonderful, magical courtyard, interior space, loft. Like they've really, some of the, like these places, they really, it's about what's on the inside. It's not about what's on the outside. I see. It, it's That's the, what's the really exciting too about traveling. Because you'll you'll find a lot of these cool places on the interior. I see. I see. It's about the happenings, not the not not so much the aesthetic, or not always the aesthetic. Well, it is. I mean, the structure. aesthetic on the inside, but I see. Not I see. on the outside of the building. I see. Okay, uh, that makes sense. So yeah, that was a cool thing that I learned. And there's no doubt in my mind that. Not in my mind. There is no doubt that. I have come across places and people, types of foods, like so many different things that I've had assumptions about based off appearance and been royally wrong. You know, someone who seems right. like a jerk or just, you just see them, you just, I just, I just see them, I just don't like them, end up being the nicest, kindest person I've ever met. Yeah. You know, or like, um, yeah, same thing, a restaurant or a place that seems to have this certain vibe and maybe I think that it's not going to be a pleasant thing and I go in and it's like this wonderful experience. And so anyway, that's just that's all just to say that I, I like that. I like that, um, you know, and then again, this is a, from a guy who's just pretty much been in the same place his whole life, you know, you know, so I can't imagine all of these experiences you you've had. I don't even have a passport. No, I mean, probably someone like you you travel and a passport. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the, 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 maybe you could talk the, the, the place that I really want to go because I'm so interested. So I have such a big interest in the Renaissance is, um, Italy Florence. Florence. Yeah. Florence. Is it, what what, what would be, is that a, is that a cool place to go? Like, absolutely. You you think, you think it was the birthplace of the Renaissance Florence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, I've been getting into Rome. I just finished this Julius Caesar biography, and so like I want to go see the Forum and it's amazing. A lot of some sites in Rome. It's a, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's well. I think that's good. I mean, we're 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 pushing we're pushing over an hour now. Um, yeah. What, what do you go, where where uh, can people find where can people find you and find find all your content? Um, follow you, see everything that you're doing. Um, where, should, yeah. where should I? Where should we send uh, people? Instagram at See the Lines. That's the play-by-play, and then yeah. YouTube See the Lines. Um, gonna be. I'm starting to upload some stuff there. Um, that'll be cool. I'm. Yeah, I'm really excited to be sharing these next courses out there. And that's pretty much it. Awesome, man. I think that's a good spot to to end and just stick around for a sec.